2: Welcome back to The Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Lance Descott. In this episode, we're going to be recapping the Blues-Predators game, round two, game two. In the first game, the Blues really played pretty well. I thought they carried the play a lot, but due to a questionable penalty against David Perron and then a power play goal by the Predators... And then another bad, bad penalty taken by Brodziak on the slash of uh, P.K. Uh, Supan, another goal. The Blues really, really played well five on five. But when you give a team opportunities and you're a man down and it's five on four, a lot of times in the playoffs you're going to pay for that. And the Blues did in game one. And I thought that was the difference in the game. Predators did not outplay the Blues. I thought the Blues actually outplayed the Predators. It was a similar type of game to the Blues in the wild to where the Wild outplayed the Blues, but the Blues ended up winning. What would happen in game two? Well, guys, the Blues would come out and look really, really good again, and they put pressure on Pekka Rene early, and he had to make a great save just around three minutes in.
3: Patience and smart, but see, not a good shoot-in. So now Pekka can handle the puck. And look, it's really hard to create. Look out. Tarasenko saved by Rene. And here's the one. Roman Yossi around the boards. He didn't have to panic with the puck as much as he did. And that led to a plethora of chances, including that grade A chance for Tarasenko
2: was a great a chance for Tarasenko, and Pecorini had to come up big. Uh, The Blues at this point are really pressuring uh, the Predators. I I thought they played very well. You know, as I've said before, mistakes kill you in the regular season, but they devastate you in the playoffs. The Blues made a bad change and had two right shooting defensemen out there in Pareko and in Petrangelo, and it ended up costing them on this goal that would just squeak by Jake Allen to give Nashville a one-to-nothing lead just a little under eight minutes in.
0: Sissons moves the puck up the boards for James Neal, coming in one-on-two, drops it off, to try the return, but the pass did not get through. Now Ellis with the drive, score! Deflects
3: it off! You see Jay Bolman, we talked about quick exits for Nashville. There's an example of a quick exit. 27 in blue, usually plays the right side. He's in no man's land. He's playing on the left-hand side. Quick shot, that's his turnover. And then it caroms crazily off a bunch of players and eventually off the left shoulder of Jake Allen. And Ryan Ellis smokes that on goal. You see it off the left shoulder.
2: This goal would be Neal's first of the playoffs. Sissons gets his second assist, and Ellis gets his fifth assist. Ellis has played really well for the Predators in uh, round one, and he's playing well for them in the first two games of this series against the Blues. That goal would be at 7 minutes and 49 seconds, and Nashville is up one to nothing, even though the Blues are really outplaying them. There would be a premium on scoring opportunities in this first period. Nashville took advantage and got a goal on only three shots on that tip end. The Blues would only get six shots in the first period. Would they be able to score on those six shots? Well, they got a power play late, and with 20 seconds left, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, who really needed to step up in this game, and he did, and he gave the Blues a a goal and to make it a one-to-one tie.
0: Now, Steve, 25 seconds remaining. Out to Petrangelo,
3: defended by Forsberg. Score, Tarasenko! start and he was jumping. This is a really nice job by the St. Louis Blues settling things down, getting some composure, moving the puck around, tape to tape with precision. Eventually you're going to find Tarasenko with some time and space, a little slow reacting because of the way they're jamming down low and Tarasenko with a beautiful screen down low by Stasny rolls it right by Takaride.
2: Huge goal for the Blues. The Blues did not want Nashville to go in feeling good and being up 1-0 even though they had been outplayed. Teresinko just takes this great pass. Uh, Just a beautiful goal. There's not much uh, Pecorini or any other goalie in the NHL can do with that one. Be Teresinko's second goal of the playoffs. Petrangelo's second assist. Alex Steen gets his third assist. And as I said, 19 minutes and 40 seconds into the first, the Blues get on the board with a power play goal by Teresinko going into the second period it's a you know the blues had six shots and um nashville only had three so nine shots total this was going to be probably what you think it's going to be is a very tight game and it was a tight game Uh, The second period, I thought the Blues really played well. Uh, You know, Nashville had some spurts, but the Blues did make a few mistakes, and Nashville did get a few opportunities uh, against Jake Allen, but Jake stood strong and didn't allow any goals in the second period. The only bad thing is Pekka didn't allow any goals in the second period either. So going out of the second period, we're still tied at one. Which team wants this game? Which team is going to come out quick and get a goal to take a two-to-one lead to really put them in a good position to win this game? Uh, it, sad to say, guys, but it was the Nashville Predators. Uh, they got a goal by Ryan Ellis just a little over three minutes in to give them a two-to-one lead.
0: Oh, big hit by Watson on Bollmeister. Sapoka with the puck. Gives it away to Ellis. Ellis fires and scores!
3: Any of the pictures will tell the stories. Gigantic hard legal hits. Here comes one. Bam. Hard one on Bowmeester. Here comes two. Forces a turnover. Then you go to the net, create a scene, and Ryan Ellis, he just hammers this right over the top of Jake Ellis. Time, space, and nothing but net.
2: Blues again not able to get the puck out of their own end. And this has killed them in game one. And it's killing them in in game two. They've got to do a much better job of this. Uh, the Predators take an early uh, lead in the third period, two to one on that goal by Ryan Ellis, his second of the playoffs, and that would be three minutes and seven seconds in. And I, I was worried a little bit at this point because I thought this might be a Blues-Minnesota type uh, game to where the Blues outplayed, the, the or the Wild outplayed the Blues, but the Blues won. But it wasn't meant to be. The Blues really, really put the, the pedal to the metal and really put some pressure on Pecorine here in the third period and got some great opportunities. And just about three and a half minutes after Ellis gave Nashville the temporary 2-1 to lead, Yori Laterra, who I've been a little hard on at times, comes through and gives the Blues a tie at 2-2 Two with about seven and a half minutes into the third period.
0: Penalty has expired. Forsberg out of the box. Pareko goes down the right side. Shoots. Puck
3: is loose. They score! The referees are conferring, but they needed something to get a shot of life. The penalty was over, but they still had possession in the. Arm. see Roman Yossi trying to hand the stick to Pekka who had lost it. Play stays alive. The stick's no longer a problem. Shot on goal. Traffic up and over and then eventually the loose puck. Colton Pareko looks. Should he pass? Should he shoot? He shoots it. Berglund's there. The puck's not in the first time but Yori Laterra makes sure it is the second time and that is a good goal.
2: Indeed, it was a good goal. Uh, No no doubt about it. There was no goalie interference. Laterra just knocked in a rebound on that shot from, original shot from Pareko. Nice to see Pareko back. You know, he was injured in that first period on that five-minute major in-game misconduct on that terrible, terrible hit. Just took his knee out, and uh, it led to the Blues getting a power play, but we were glad to see him come back. That goal by uh, Laterra would be his first in the playoffs. Berglund would get his fourth assist. Pareko gets his second assist. Seven minutes and thirty-nine seconds in, we're tied it to a piece. It went back and forth for the rest of the third period, starting to get late, and you're wondering what's going to happen. I didn't have any doubt the Blues are going to win this game because they were really, really playing well. And Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, I guess, uh, made me feel better when he gave the Blues a three-to-two lead just a little over sixteen minutes in to the third period.
0: With under four minutes remaining, here comes Jamie Schwartz. Swartz dropping it off, Arisenko
3: scores! From the start of the game, you're on Vladdy Tarasenko. Jaden Schwartz coming with some speed and skill, working on James Neal and Yannick Weber. Look at that, from the skate over to Tarasenko. Schwartz is going to put it cross ice right here and then watch the play from Edmondson skate to the waiting Tarasenko, and he just rips that by Pecorine. He
2: did rip it by Pecorine. Such a great goal to see Tarasenko get... Uh, the Blues take a three-to-two lead on Tarasenko's third goal of the playoffs, the second in this game and the second of this uh, playoff series. Edmondson gets his uh, third assist. Schwartz, who had a lot to do with this play uh, happening, gets his fourth assist. Sixteen minutes and nine seconds into the third, uh, we're at three to two. The Blues are feeling good. They're looking good. But, uh, the excitement would not be over just uh, about a minute and a uh, half later. Uh, Pekka Rainey would have to make another great save and uh, keep it at 3-2 to two. but uh, after that Nashville wouldn't give up and uh, with about 37 seconds left, Jake Allen would also have to make a great save to, to secure the win for the Blues 3-2.
0: And what Pierre means by that, the defenseman on the faceoff play on their opposite side. Oh, Ray Forced to knock that one aside
3: wow great reaction saved by pecorino right there
0: now it's forsberg
3: walked off johansson with the puck Neal with a shot and a
0: save by allen
3: Kenny, he's been on a performance here the last three or four minutes that's kept this thing alive
2: yes indeed jake allen did play big in them last three or four minutes huge he had a good game but those last three or four minutes nashville really put the pressure on the blues but to no avail the blues win the game three to two and tie it at one apiece heading back to nashville for game three on sunday at 2 p.m Shots on goal, low shots on goal for both teams. 24 for Nashville, 20 for the Blues. And this is the type of game the Blues like. They like these low shot games. Uh, You know, I'm sure they'd like a few more shots themselves, but it's great to see them get uh, just 24 shots again. Power play. Nashville did not get any power plays. The Blues had five. I'd like to see them convert on a couple more of those. I, I think it would have been very advantageous for them to score more on that five minute power play they had on the hit on Pareco. But they did go one for five, so their power play did get a goal. Face offs much better in this game 55% uh, for the Blues, 46% for the Predators. So the Blues uh, made some adjustments on their uh, face off circle. Uh, Ellis gets a goal for the Predators, his second and an assist. Anil gets a goal, as first. Sissons gets an assist. And Pecorinne makes 17 out of 20 saves. On the blue side, uh, the Tarasenko, of course, the big story of the game. Not only did he get two goals, and it was just an overall great game for him, he had a couple other chances. He could have had three or four goals very easily. Latera gets his first goal of the playoffs, nice to see. Petrangelo did not have his best game defensively, but he was involved in the offense. He gets an assist. Steen gets an assist. Schwartz had a huge game. I thought he played well. He gets an assist. And Jake Allen makes 22 out of. 24 saves let's go ahead and move on to the post-game press conferences In the first one uh, we're going to catch up with the players in uh, Tarasenko Alan and Pareko will talk to us about this win and uh, moving on to game three and then we'll hear from coach Mike uh, about his thoughts uh, on game two and also what to uh, look for in game three
3: Did you, see that
4: last goal develop? Uh, you know it's a great play by Schwartz and then uh, Probably scream for Eddie to leave it to me, and Eddie make a good, good play. And uh, you know, it's uh, not about my goals; like big goal for us. You know, we lost the first game, and we can lose this one. So uh, it's time serious now, and uh, you know, play national in one day. So we have a time to reset and do our best. A lot
5: of pressure on you to score, though. How does it
3: feel to deliver?
4: I mean. you feel better yourself if you like don't score some games you can score every game but if you don't score some games you need to help your team and you know you just can get a night off you know you need to do defensive stuff and uh you know show the teammates your uh altitude, altitude? altitude. so whatever it is <laughs> and uh you no, know, just being a good teammate. You know, it's uh, playoffs and I don't really care who score, who not score. I just need a wins to win the cup.
6: Why do you feel like you're doing all those little things? Like you said, defense, back checking I'm trying you should
4: it's probably probably question for you and for coaches more and not you know, I don't like describe my own my own game.
3: But how
2: meaningful is it though to be out on the ice at the end when they've got their goalie pulled? That shows a lot of confidence in you.
4: Know? Yeah, it's uh, you know, shows that Coach, trust, and means a lot for me. But, you know, same time, you can feel t- about, like, scoring a fair goal and get a hat trick. You just feel about don't get it in your net. And, uh, like I said before, now a serious tie. And, uh, you know, so we're starting from uh, from beginning.
5: You're probably more happy for Yori tonight than you,
4: huh? No, I'm happy for myself, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, it means a lot for me, especially when, you know, my family understands, too. And little one uh, get used to the hockey, uh, older one, too, and my wife, so... You know, it's a team result, and uh, no, I think everybody played great today, and uh, this is a really important win for us.
6: What yeah, about Ari, Ari in stance, too?
4: Yeah, it was nice to see her here, you know, finally, and, uh, you know, I think uh, she's pretty happy right now, too.
6: Uh, no, I don't think we did, and that's why we wanted to be honest. I don't think uh, we've done that all, uh, all playoffs long. We haven't really gone into a game saying, oh, we have to win this game. We've just stuck with the same mindset and, uh, you know, got the job done.
1: What can you say about your defense tonight? Obviously, uh, limited the shots versus the first game, so that has to be a big help for you as well.
6: Uh, yeah, it was a different game, though. Uh, I think the first game they just funneled more pucks, which um, they didn't do tonight. You know, They held on to try to make a little bit more plays, and sometimes that's actually more difficult for us. But the guys did a great job again and uh, you know, really battled hard the last five minutes. It was impressive. Who else with 91? Uh, yeah, you know, he's, he's got his stick going now, and... Um, you know, he was. Uh, I think he was a little frustrated with himself in the first series. He's a premier goal scorer, and be able to not score uh, in the first few games was tough on him. And I think he took it to heart. And you know, he's been practicing really hard the last couple of days, shooting pucks and practice and stuff, and it's paying off. You guys were
7: very disciplined. How much
6: did you today? Uh, I think we were just moving our feet. Uh, we didn't get caught standing still, reaching and grabbing. And uh, I think that's what's going to be a factor for the rest of the series. You know, they're a quick team, and especially down low in the corners. If we can keep our feet moving and you know, stay in good position. it Usually, limits the penalties. These guys swept Chicago, so does this say, hey, we're, we're going to be here for a while. Huh. You know, we knew it was going to be a long series. I don't think either team thought it was going to be a sweep uh, from one side or another. It's uh, that's going to be rare in these in these ages, I guess. But um, you know, we're still in for a long series, and have to get rested and uh, go into a tough building. It's a game we knew we had to win
5: going in. Uh, that was a great job by our team coming down back. Down two to one and come back again to uh, score two more in the third was was another huge, huge what performance. He, what does Vladimir Teresinko mean to this team? In- I mean, he's a superstar. <laughs> he scores a lot of goals. Uh, he's, he kind of does it all. He's a player that we can rely on for pretty much anything. He scores goals. He's out there for the last minute of the game. Um, yeah, he's he's great.
2: That last goal that kind of bounced off Gutterson and skated right to his stick, is that the t- type of bounce that those type of goal scorers just naturally tend to get?
5: I guess so, um, and I guess just whenever you put pucks in that, net, good things happen. Um, he's got such a quick release that um, maybe he wasn't even ready for it, and it was just a great play. Colton, so much is made about Vladdy and not,
6: you know, when he goes into stretches and doesn't score and, and, and we bring it up and whatnot, but I mean, you guys know in here that it's it's just a matter of time. Anytime mm-hmm. he can get one off. Mm-hmm. That, right?
5: I mean, if he's a pretty special player, um, he's obviously, no, no one scores every single game, and, uh, everyone goes through through periods of time without scoring, but at the same time, um, everyone just talks about his goal scoring, but no one talks about his little things. He's always doing the little things, right? He's always working hard, he's chipping pucks in, and um, he's always making our team better. So um, if he's not scoring, he's generating things in other other areas, which is uh, very huge for our team. Their
1: power play, obviously the first game, got the best of you guys, so for you to be able to limit those penalties tonight, you knew that was gonna be a big factor
5: going in, so to be able to do it, how nice was that? Yeah, that was huge. Um, obviously in playoffs when, when we're allowed to keep the penalties down to a minimum. Uh, I think special teams is almost what wins hockey games. Uh, our power play goal tonight was, was a difference. There were two power play goals in the first game was a difference. And um, it's just gets magnified that much more on a per-game basis, I guess.
2: One of the things that came out of your penalty there, the penalty called on Fiddler was a five-minute power play, which got
3: a big play in getting that comeback started.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously when we were able to generate something on that on that especially at the end of the first when we could come into the locker room tied it was it was a good opportunity for us to kind of regroup and get back out there and continue to push
7: yeah and the, and the chances that he's been getting too it's not like uh, it's not like he's been playing poorly you know and so we went through it earlier in the year with Schwartzy, where he's playing incredible hockey and the puck wasn't going in and sometimes that happens but then you know, hopefully this is similar to that. That once the first one went in, then then he broke out, and now all of a sudden, what we're saying is that he's got three goals in his last uh, three games, which I think we'd all be pretty happy with. But you know, it's it's more than that. It's it's uh, it's the way he's fighting through it. You, you see him on the ice, at the end of the game with the goalie pulled. You see him diving to break up a play, um, and he's doing things that winners do.
4: Saw in the first
5: intermission, Vladdy had that look that he was going to do something special tonight. Did you see it?
7: Yeah actually I, I saw that look yesterday to be honest with you so um, you know he's, he's a guy that that he I think his his what he's done in the playoffs speaks for itself I think if you, you want to look up the stats and what he's done speaks for itself um, you know it's it's a tough challenge it's it's tougher it's not tougher but it's tough on a guy like that you know when you have to answer the questions you're not scoring and you know in obviously the pressures that you have to deal with the you know the matchups that you face um, you know the, the the focus that the other team puts on you, and uh, and so it's a mental toughness that uh, that he's been battling through real hard and real impressively, and uh, and obviously did a great job for us tonight. Mike, can
4: you put into words
3: just the sigh of relief that is not going to Nashville down 0-2?
7: Well, you know what we. we what we talked about in the game is what we talk about in the series is just a matter of staying with the process, and uh, and I thought we did a much better job of that tonight in the game. Um, you know, obviously they scored first, and uh, and we come away with the win. And so, uh, you know, last game I thought that we had a great start, similar to, to tonight, and uh, and next thing you know they score a goal and our game dropped. And so tonight that didn't happen. Uh, we found a way to fight back and and, and even to give up that goal uh, early in the third period and, and to come back and win that game uh, says an awful lot about our group. And that's the same mentality that we need to have in the series. Uh, you have to have trust that uh, you continue to go out and do the right things and, and play our game um, and play it, play it effectively, play it aggressively, that, uh, that we'll come out on the right side of things.
4: Mike, what goes through your mind? Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead.
7: Um, I don't know if you're aware, but Jake, after the last
6: game,
1: yeah.
2: took a lot of blame on himself for that goal, and then he comes out tonight and does what he does, especially in that third period and especially in that last minute. Um, I don't know what's it like to see a guy be able to,
7: to do that after what he it's himself did. A, it's impressive is what it is. I mean, it's one thing, it's one thing to fall on the sword, and, and, you know, first off, we're here because of him and, you know, everything that he gives us a chance to do. Um, but, you know, for him to, to, to say that last game, that's one thing. Um, but for him to come out and deliver and respond the way that he did today was, was really impressive. I mean, he was he was at his best when we needed him to be at his best. And, um, you know, that's what he's done all playoffs for. So I, I, he's done that for a long time. You know, when, when it's, it's, it's impossible to be completely on top of things or to, to be completely mistake-free, Something something's not going to go right at some point. And... Uh, and you just have to bounce back. And that's what we're asking from our team, and that's uh, that he's leading in that example.
4: When that pass goes to
3: Neil in the slot and you're standing on the bench, what's going through your mind?
7: <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's plays like that that is the reason that I have the barber that I do.
3: <laughs> My, what, what was your message when you took Yori out of the lineup and watched the difference now?
7: Well, you know what, it... it I think that should stay between Yori and I. Um, what it came down to basically was that we know what he's capable of and, and we believe in him. Um, you know, we didn't feel that it was quite there uh, to that level and um, and we were happy to give him a chance to respond and, and he's very happy very happy for him because he's, uh, you know, it, it shows up on the score sheet but his competitive level right now is very high. when
5: did you find out that Colton was okay and what was the relief feeling
7: Actually, it was uh, partway through uh, the second period, or excuse me, the first period intermission. Um, yeah, we, we we started to try to figure out what we were gonna do as far as units and and uh, how we were gonna approach things, and then uh, and then I got word.
5: Can you break that guy; it's like the second or third time he's come back
7: like that. I don't know. He's he's a gamer though. He's a competitor, yeah. and uh, and it's not just a you know it's one thing to take the hit and to come back and to play, but then to come back and play well, and to come back and play fearless that's uh, that's impressive.
6: Like seemingly really about
7: needing to stay out of the box after games. Did you like the team's discipline tonight? Yeah, it pretty good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, we're not going to have games where where we don't take a penalty. Um, but you know, it was a it was a focal point for for our group. We knew that we needed to stay out of the box. We respect their their uh, their power play unit. But you know, that 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 said, you know. I really believe in our penalty kill group, too. And so we we had a couple games in a row where things weren't at our best. And uh, and we're going to have to kill penalties the rest of the way. So we have to make sure that we remember the things that we've done uh, to be one of the best penalty killing units in the last three months here and make sure we get back to that.
6: Mike, was it imperative to get something out? You know you're going to get five minutes. Did you just feel like you had to get something out of that?
7: Well, you know what? Obviously, you want to. and um, But, again, it's for me, It's it, we wanted to score first tonight. You know, we wanted to grab the lead when it was 1-1. You know, what but whatever it is, we we just have to make sure we handle it. And um, you know, if we didn't score, there was still enough hockey to and, and enough time to win the hockey game. Now, obviously, it's a big moment, and uh, and for us to score a goal there, um, you know, certainly changed the complexion of the game. Were the I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not evaluating that. Uh, for me, it's when I look at the game, I look at at our play, and I look at if we're doing things to draw power plays, and um, if you know if and if that means that we're attacking with speed, if we're possessing the puck, and we're forcing them to do things that uh, that that take penalties, then then that's what I'm looking at.
5: Mike, other it's than worrying about Colton's health? What goes through your mind when you see that sort of um, hit and? Obviously it wasn't
2: clean But was it a little
5: too dirty Or what's
7: your Well I just For me the, You know I, It's one thing to It, it happens so quick That, that I'm not going to sit there And judge And um, you know I didn't play at this level But I played at a level That I know that as a player You, you can't quite You know Sometimes things happen That are, that are You know Not your intentions So um, I, I wasn't judging Whether it was clean Whether it was dirty My, my thought process was Was very quickly to Colton and then uh, and again, shifting our focus to that that obviously disrupted our, our two penalty, our power play units. so that was that was our attention there. And obviously, then you get a chance to reflect and look back at it. that's a different story.
2: Very nice to see uh, coach Mike not rant about that hit that was on Pareco. Uh, you know I don't think it was a clean hit, but you know, as he said, if you've ever played hockey, sometimes you can't control your body. It looked like to me he leaned in with his knee. But there are times where there's not much you can do once you're heading towards a player and things happen. So I'm glad he didn't try to, to blame anything on, on uh, uh, Pareko's uh, uh, head against him and uh, knocking him out for the game a little bit. I'm sure the Blues did want to get another power play goal on that five-minute power play, but they did get one out of it. And it was, ended up being the one that made the difference, I guess you could say, in the game. Um Tarasenko has another big game. Uh, you know, he's played well in his uh, three games, his last three games. I think he's looked very, very well. Uh, the Blues need to continue to keep making progress on some of these small mistakes that cost him the first game. And it led to two goals last night. Uh, you know, Jake Allen did not have to uh, play as well as he did in the first game, but he did play well. And when the Blues needed him like at the end of the third period, he was there. I mean, he kept the Blues in that game late and kept the Blues' lead at 3-2. to two. If it wasn't for Jake, the Nashville Predators probably would have tied it up, but Jake was strong at the end of the third period. Hopefully we'll see another strong performance by Jake in game three, and the Blues, like I said, can make those adjustments that they've made mistakes on in those last two games. One player I think had a terrible game, and I don't know what it was. He just looked lackadaisical you know he gave the puck up and was just skating slow and when he did give the puck up a couple times he just skated real slow back to it and that was David Perron this was not David Perron's best game not going to be too hard on him but he needs to play better uh, you know he's been a key to the blues this year he just needs to play better he needs to be focused and not just be so lackadaisical like he was last night so the blues go into Nashville tomorrow tied at one apiece Let's hope they can take a two-to-one lead. That would be huge for them going into game four. It would put Nashville on their heels knowing they're going back to St. Louis. So tomorrow, to me, is a key game. The third game of the series is always key, whether you're up two to nothing or whether you're tied at one apiece. It is a huge game, and hopefully the Blues can give a good, good effort tomorrow in Nashville. Uh, Jay Bomeister needs to improve. I thought he had another bad game last night. He had a bad game on game one, and this is a the guy they're paying a ton of money to, so hopefully he can step up in game three and make a big contribution. I want to thank everybody joining me for this game recap of round two, game two, the Blues versus the Predators. We'll be back on Monday for a game recap of game three of this series. I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast,
3: and
1: as always, we end the show with let's go blues this has been the drop podcast don't forget to visit our website www.droppodcast.com where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes stitcher.com and Google play you can follow the drop on twitter at official the drop for more information about lineupmedia.fm or the drop podcast email us at info at the official drop at gmail com or D at droppodcast.com until next time let's go blues
0: This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.